0: But if you continue to do hair, we will take your entire livelihood from you for the rest of your life.
1: All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. And in in today's episode, I want to talk about something that's been happening a lot lately that is really upsetting to me. We saw with Shelley Luther that that was a bad deal. And I said on a couple of podcasts ago... I said, this is going to happen. Of course, this is going to happen. This is definitely going to happen. And literally the next day or a couple days later, there was a barber that the state of Michigan took away his license to practice his business or to do his business. And he's like, I had no income coming in for two months. What do you expect us to do? And now Lindsey Graham. Not the senator, but a woman in Oregon, Salem, Oregon. She owns six salons. She has like 23 uh, people who work for her, which it's not really, and like, they're not really employees. Uh, They're independent contractors. And it's the same with any kind of barber or salon. Uh, The hairstylist or the barber works for the owner of the building, or works for the boss, or whatever, and, uh, they're not technically employees, because they're not getting paid by the, by the owner, so, anyway, she had a problem, she got fined, uh, $14,000 for refusing to close, um, now, with her situation, uh, she don't have set hours because they're uh, they're independent contractors, so they're not technically employees. They can just work when they want to work. Uh, she did get the Paycheck Protection Program loan or whatever, uh, but the problem is she doesn't have employees. So the money just sitting there, and she can't pay rent with it because it's against the rules or whatever. It's only just to pay employees, but she doesn't have employees to pay. And then they shut her business down. So, she's pissed off, she's upset, and and on top of that, they threatened to or the DHS in Oregon child protective services came to her house and threatened her or harassed her. Uh I guess she has foster kids. I guess that's what I got from watching some interviews. Um but this is really upsetting to me. It's, it's you know, the government is back asswards as it is. And they're basically saying, you can't operate your business here in this county. But in a county owned or over, it's perfectly fine. Because that's basically what's happening in Salem, Oregon. I can't remember the county, but whatever the county is in that town and Salem, the governor issued a closing of all non-essential businesses, which which I hate that word. I hate that word because every job is essential, right? Because that's how you make your living that's what she, that's what she said in this interview or in this press conference thing, but she clo- the governor closed down. In one county, and then a county over, she she said she can drive 20 miles over into the next county and go get a haircut. It's it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. But anyway, I want to share this uh, press conference with her, with you, of her. Uh, she it's really emotional, uh, like some parts because it's one thing to threaten your business, but it's another thing to threaten your kids, bring the kids in. That That's where I have a problem with. I mean, this, this crap, I've had it up to here with this crap. I mean, this is ridiculous. And I'm not, it's not even me that's dealing with it. I'm just sitting back and going, this is not good. Um, but, you know, I, I think the Shelley Luther thing, uh, like I said, set a precedent for other people. And I don't think, I don't know if Lindsey Graham would have had the courage to step out and, and say this if Shelley hadn't done it in Texas. And also in Texas, they are reversing or they are um, dropping the the charges for uh the violations so that's really good i think other states i think all 50 states need to do that that it, this is ridiculous um but here is her employee or is is her independent contractor i guess that's the term talking about how bad organ is and then i will get into her um what she has to say i want you to hear it it, it really is um she has a lot of good stuff to say but first uh, if you want to support this podcast, I opened up a Patreon account and I put a exclusive episode on there uh, talking about the positive effects of COVID. A lot of good tiers on there, a lot of good benefits. If you want to support the show, uh, you don't have to; it's definitely optional. You will get that episode in about um, a couple of days after it gets released to the public or whatever. Uh, so it's not like you won't hear it, uh, but you will if you become a Patreon or a patron or whatever, you will get it, uh, first. So here's one of her independent contractors, or I guess, let's just say employees, not really, but one of her employees talking about, um, how bad it is in, in, in uh, Oregon. Here it is. I
0: just want to say that Lindsay is so brave. I've lo- known Lindsay almost my whole life and What she is doing is amazing. And the fact that this state would go after her babies? I just have no words. I have no words. I am ashamed to be an Oregonian. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed of this state. I'm ashamed of people that think this is okay. I'm ashamed of Kate Brown. I'm ashamed of the people that voted her in.
1: Yeah,
0: right out. Yeah. right. You your name for No <laughs> okay. My name is unimportant. I'm here as a supporter and I am not I am not giving my name. Washington. They're being held hostage. They are Let them go. Let them go.
1: If you notice, they didn't air that clip because she refused to give the news her name. So this was like a live stream on Facebook I found and that was, like, part of it. Um, Also, she had, uh, this Lindsey Graham, she has a GoFundMe account, and these, these uh, citations, or these fines, are going to destroy small businesses everywhere, and I, you know, it's really sad to see this happening, like, yeah, people can start a GoFundMe, but it's really inconvenient to have to start a GoFundMe to on in order to operate your business, in order to take care of your legal fees, in order to fight the system. Like nobody wants to, nobody wants to do this. Like it's just it's very inconvenient. But this is going to destroy a lot of small businesses. I mean, it's really hard to watch. It really is. But here is. Lindsey Graham talking about um, her side of the story. What exactly happened?
0: Um, The main reason I'm here today is I want the public to understand what's happening to me by the government in full detail, the intimidation and the bullying, um, all because I'm trying to earn a living and provide for my family. So I'm going to walk you guys through the timeline of what the government has tried to do to me in the last 10 days. And I hope that you are as ashamed as I am. So on March 2nd, you all know that I publicly announced that I was gonna be opening my salon on May 5th. And I was doing so to support my family and provide an income for my family. On May 4th, the day before I even opened, OSHA came into my salon and informed me that they would return the next day. And if I opened, they would issue me a $1,000 citation. I didn't comply and shut my doors they would then issue me a $70,000 citation and at that point I was almost broken and beaten and I almost decided not to open and with the help of my political experts and my attorneys um, we moved forward and on May 5th we did open our doors and myself and some of my independent contractors were able to come in for a week and work as is our right and provide for our families Um, there's about 23 artists that uh, work in the salon and the last I checked within the last week, not a single one of them has received any unemployment or government assistance. So they had one week to come in and try to earn a living for their family and pay some of the bills that we're acquiring. And on May 6th, the next day, my lease with the city of Salem was threatened, claiming that I was violating the order and therefore violating my lease. So yet another agency that was coming and threatening me and intimidating me. And if you can possibly believe this, on May 7th, Child Protective Services showed up at my home. They questioned my husband and I. They questioned my child without me present. They searched our home. And I've never expected such a violent aggressive vindictive thing could ever have been done to me or my family because i'm trying to earn a living because i'm trying to work one week later um excuse me i'm sorry one week later yesterday osha finally decided that my case was closed and had decided that my disciplinary actions were as follows that i would receive no doubt, a $14,000 fine for operating a, quote, hazardous facility for my, quote, employees, which I do not have. I have independent contractors that are choosing to work in this facility. OSHA has illegally deemed them employees and is citing me as an employer, which I am not, $14,000. And upon issuing that citation, which will come next week, I was told, I will have three days to shut my doors or they will cite me yet again for another issue that is once again not legal. So the past 10 days when all I've wanted to do is provide for my family and earn a living and open my business that's been closed for six weeks, I'm being threatened and intimidated and bullied daily by the government. And I'm very sad that this is the world that we live in. Um, I'm sad that... I can drive 20 minutes down the freeway and that person's job as a hairstylist is essential, according to Kate Brown, but my job, 20 minutes up the street, is not essential. Everyone's job is essential, not because of what we do or how we do it, but because it's the way we make our living.
1: Amen. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. I just don't understand why that's hard to believe. And I'm continually terrified for the surrounding businesses in Marion County that are still deemed non-essential and how many more businesses are gonna go bankrupt and have to close because of this order. Um, And um, I I wish I could help you guys too. Any questions? I'm gonna stay open. Um, I don't know. Uh, Yesterday I forgot to tell you that because yet another organization came forward. The Health Licensing Agency personally emailed and threatened all of my independent contractors and myself by revoking our license. So not only are they saying we can't do hair in this county when you can do hair in that county, but if you continue to do hair, we will take your entire livelihood from you for the rest of your life. Um, They are still insisting that they want to talk to my three-year-old daughter privately as well. So I don't know if they're going to try to talk to my eight-week-old newborn. We'll see. But they did check his diaper.
1: (laughs) Were there specific concerns that they were trying to address?
0: Uh, The concerns that they listed were completely random, unmerited, unwarranted, and unprovable. So it was a completely false claim. And if they don't pursue a false claim when there are actually children out there being abused by their families and they're wasting their time investigating me because Kate Brown doesn't like me, that's pretty devastating. This is a false claim and it wasted CPS's valuable time when there are children who are really in need. You know, I'm vowing to stay open as long as I can until the government basically tries to take my entire career, something I've worked 15 years for out from underneath me. That's the most harmful thing they could have done, and I think that's why they did it. Um, and that's pathetic. I've worked my whole life to build the businesses that I've that I built, and they want to take away my entire right to do that
1: forever. Do you feel persecuted, and if so, by who?
0: Absolutely, I I feel persecuted. <laughs> Absolutely by 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 Kay Brown herself because she's governing these agencies and she's allowing them to target me, if not requesting them to target me. Because every agency that she has um, underneath her has has come at me at this point. Yes, I believe if she would just let her people earn a living and work and let us do it safely and let us be adults, consenting adults that know how to, to take care of ourselves and to take care of each other. We're humans, we have compassion for each other. We're gonna look out for each other. We know how to do that. If she would just allow us to do that, I don't want anyone to get sick. I know you guys don't want anyone to get sick. Right. But I also don't want to go bankrupt and lose everything I've worked for, and neither okay. do you. Right. So let's be let's be, you know, active, mature, caring, sensitive to other people, open our business and be cautious, but let's all let's all be able to maintain our livelihoods. You know, the the reason I opened to begin with because was because there was no date, and then there is still no date she could say very well that we're opening next week and then we could not open next week just like we didn't open today just like we didn't open last two weeks and at some point i said how much debt is my family going to go into before i decide i need to earn i need to earn our living and pay our mortgage right. and so i opened so for me to close my doors now and say well i have absolute faith that kate brown is going to come through this week i do not right. and i can't risk another week of my income but i would love to see Kate Brown be as brave as me if CPS were taken to her house for her two stepchildren or she had a business or she she didn't get a paycheck these whole six weeks. She's got a paycheck. She's not providing for young children. She doesn't have CPS coming to her door. So Kate Brown has no idea. I would say do what you're doing today, which is showing up, because it's really hard to be strong by yourself. Fighting.
1: We're, We're
0: done. Fighting a government who would take it to your home, to your children. I never expected that. So please support other businesses like this.
1: Yeah, please support small businesses like this. Please go out and and uh you know, support these struggling businesses, because um, they may not be around this time next year, if you don't. And they for sure won't be around if the government keeps on fining these people for ridiculous reasons. This is really, like I said, it's really tough to watch this happening in America, I just um, look, I mean, every day I wake up and I look at the news and I go, what is happening? So, I don't understand. I don't understand why this is happening. Um, You can buy weed, you can buy alcohol, but you can't go get a haircut. That's not sanitary, which, by the way... These people who cut hair, they're trained in being really sanitary. Like they have to be, that's their job. Like they have to be really clean. It's not that they aren't. I don't understand. And she said um, that they're going to, I think I included that clip, but I, uh, she said that they're going to do like three at a time, three um, appointments at a, like per day. And then three um, hairstylists at a time or something like that kind of rotate it out. Um, If you do it that way, I think it wouldn't be that bad, but totally shutting the thing down. And like she said, like um, the governor is still getting a paycheck. Like all these people are still getting a paycheck Um, and they're trying to shut down somebody just trying to, trying to pay the mortgage, trying to you know, take care of her business. Yeah. that she's worked for, you know, almost two decades. Yeah. It's just, it's a bad deal. But anyway, I wanted to share that story with you. Um, Thank you for listening. I really do appreciate it. Be sure to hit subscribe and, uh, and follow this podcast wherever you get this podcast. Thank you. Have a great day.